You are now listening to the Unstucked Podcast, where we teach you actionable steps to get unstuck in your life, career, finances, and business. Here is your host, Khalil Dumas. Let's start the year off strong. Download our Unstucked Budgeting Guide to get unstuck in your finances to begin to understand your flow of money. Look, when I think back to when I really made a shift from living paycheck to paycheck to being able to invest and actually understand my retirement timeline, it all started with budgeting. So download our budgeting guide available in the show notes. Now on to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Dumas. Today, I'm joined by Jordan Weaver. Jordan is the founder and CEO of Forefront Atlanta. Forefront is an affiliate marketplace where anyone can discover, shop, and get paid to share their favorite Black-owned brands with the world. Forefront is making way for Black brands and influencers to earn, thrive, and shine online by connecting them in one place for paid affiliate partnerships. I can't wait for you to get to know Jordan and to also support Forefront, which is a super important business, which is striving to equalize the disparity, not only with Black-owned businesses and their ability to market, but also their ability to get funding and to get visibility in the marketplace. Jordan, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. You know, when Tiff connected us, I was really excited, not just to meet you, but your platform seems super interesting and honestly what the space needs. But before we get into that, because I have a lot of questions and personally, I want to learn how Unstuck can help support Forefront. I wanted the audience to kind of get to know you a little bit in a kind of quirky way. So I wanted you to kind of tell, I mean, obviously you can tell us your name and whatnot, but describe kind of what you were like as a kid, because I always find this question to be super interesting and very insightful for yourself. I love this question. Um, Something I haven't really thought much about, but as a kid, I'm the second of four. I also have a twin sister. So when I look back at my childhood, like it was kind of awkward because I'm very... I don't want to say I'm socially awkward, but I have social anxiety sometimes. And I really think that stemmed a lot from being a twin and just having, you know, that extra attention in a sense, like, are y'all twins? And like random people walking up to you and acting like they know you, they know your sister. But they don't, it was just so weird to me looking back at it. And I think that kind of stemmed a lot of like social anxiety. But overall, like I enjoyed my childhood. I was very quiet to myself, very observant. And I'm still like that to this day, very inquisitive. And I always remember like not wanting to be like everyone else, like wanting to be my own person in a sense. I'm not sure if that's from being a twin or one of four, but I didn't like to go with what everyone else was doing. And I'm still like that to this day. Looking back too, I realized I was definitely an entrepreneur growing up. Um, Didn't really think of it, but Growing up, me and my sister, we would have lemonade stands, we would pet sit, dog walk. What else did we used to do? We used to do all that kind of stuff, just like the, you know, stepping into entrepreneurship. So I love that I can, you know, have that a part of my story because it's definitely instilled a lot. But as a kid, just very just out of the box, kind of to myself. But it's so funny. I used to get labeled like the mean twin. And that oh, was something I don't think I don't think I was ever mean, actually. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but like in high school, I was voted most likely to be a bully or something, something along the lines. And yeah. I don't understand, to this day, I still don't understand how, <laughs> but I, I really it. think I'm like a really sweet person. But like I said, I'm very 
close off. So only a select group of people get to see Jordan for who she really is, a sweet, caring, just funny. I feel like I'm describing myself right now, but that's really how I was back in the day growing up. So I'm kind of like the same person, just a little bit more evolved. Well, you said two things that I want to kind of touch on before we get into Forefront. First and foremost, I was reading an article months ago and how like your facial expressions and just how you present visually have little to do with your emotional state or like who you actually are. But we read so much into that. So that makes a lot of sense because as a kid, I was kind of a little bit the opposite. You know, I was very ADHD'd out. I was the one that was always getting out of my desk, doing everyone else's homework before I did my own. And then when I think about it, in some ways, very unserious, but that's actually the complete opposite. I'm actually very serious, very focused. I know what I want. I'm unrelenting in it. So I loved that start here because we already have some similarities there. And you also mentioned something which I think I want to start the episode off before we get into Forefront. is social anxiety because that is something that I've noticed quite often being mentioned from my guests But they're all thriving entrepreneurs, which requires you to kind of be this evangelist, what requires you. I see you on TikTok. I see you creating videos. Like, it compels you to be out there. So I want to just dive in there really quick. Like, how do you balance that? Like, how do you recharge? Like, is it a challenge? Is it something that feels like you have to exert more energy toward? I just want to hear a little bit more how you work through that because I know you're not alone. I feel the same way. Yeah, social anxiety. I realized I had it in college. So my sister and I, we went to separate colleges, twin sisters. She went to school in Greensboro. I went to school in Durham. They're like an hour and a half away. And that's when I realized I had social anxiety. I'm like, hold on. I'm not making as many friends. I mean, I have friends, but like, and all of our friend group went to A&T with her. So I was kind of like alone and like really having to maneuver through the world by myself without my twin sister. That was like always a conversational starter. But in terms of just social anxiety, I'm realizing like, that's not going to be something that's going to hold me back. And I think just having that realization, okay, I experience social anxiety because a lot of cases is there, sometimes it's not. So just really realizing what spaces really bring out the anxiety and why, but then just realizing that it's just an experience. That's something I heard someone say, like, I'm just experiencing it. I don't have social anxiety. I experience it. And just realizing, okay, I'm experiencing it take a deep breath. Like I know sometimes if I'm at an event, I want to ask a question, like my heart is just like, I'm like, why am I shaking? But I'm like, okay, this is a very like anxious moment for me. But I think just realizing what type of environments bring that anxiety and just realizing ways to channel it or just, you know, balance yourself out. But like I said, I just knew that that's something I would probably always experience. And I knew that was not something I wanted to hold me back. So I would push myself to go to like networking events. Like I don't really want to go. I don't really want to speak to this person. But I know if I let this one situation hold me back, it's always going to hold me back. So that's something I'm very like conscious about. Like, okay, am I going to let this moment kind of like define me or this social anxiety like define me in this moment? Or am I going to like push through it, you know, say forget it and just like show up? So that's what I really try to do a lot when I notice it. And I'm noticing myself now kind of not jumping into these events, going to these events, being as social. Um, I think it's kind of like the pandemic. I don't know. But I'm just realizing like, okay, am I going to push forward or am I going to let this kind of be my social anxiety moment? But I normally just try to push through and not let it define me. Rick Rubin actually released a book recently, and I this morning read a chapter on exactly what you're talking about. He talks about artists kind of being these highly sensitive people, and there's kind of like two types of artists, right, where 
the artist might come up with one or two pieces of work because it took them that much energy just to release those two pieces of work, right? Or like you're mentioning, like we kind of just push through. So I just wanted to tell the audience, like there's no right or wrong way to balance that. And it's just something that I think we all secretly carry around. And another tip he gave, which I thought was super interesting, is to like name it something. So that when you're in spaces, you can just call it out and then you can move on. Because like you mentioned, like if we attach our identity to it, if we like, we are this, then we just kind of expect to be that. So now that you're like in the entrepreneur space, let's jump into Forefront. Uh, I know that this is based in Atlanta and I want to talk to you about what it is. And I know that this is an affiliate marketplace that you can discover, shop and get paid. And it has an emphasis and a focus on black owned businesses. And I want to talk about where you got the idea from, and just tell us about it. So Forefront has been a work in progress, a passion project since I was in college. Sophomore year in college, um, I went to school in Durham, North Carolina, North Carolina Central University, which is an HBCU literally five minutes away from the historic Black Wall Street that was in Durham, North Carolina. So I really think it was divine that I went there because literally it was like the last minute decision that I decided to go there over FAMU. So once I got there and started to like step into my purpose and realize like not even just black businesses, but like black wealth to its entirety was really something I was passionate about. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, I was meant to be here. Like God really put me here at NCCU to really pursue this vision. But really how it came about, just learning more about just the economic standpoint of the black community, just our wealth. I remember hearing a statistic that in 2053, the black wealth rate was going to reach zero percent. And that just did not sit right with me. I'm just like, there's mm. no way. Zero percent. Zero percent. Wow. Um, and this is back in 2017. I'm thinking like, hold on, like we're already kind of behind. Like how worse could this get? So I'm like, I did not want to see that. And I really started to correlate the state of Black wealth with just supporting Black-owned businesses. When you look back at Black Wall Street's, that was just a time we were thriving. Just the Black economy, Black families were thriving. I'm like, we need to get back to that point. I'm like, what's happening? Where was this disconnect? And I really just directed that to supporting black businesses. Um, at the time, could not find those at malls. You couldn't find those in shopping centers, even on Amazon, online. Like that wasn't really a thing back in 2017 to find and support black businesses as it is today. So that's when I decided to launch a marketplace um, in college called the Black Market Company. And that was really like the stepping stone of Forefront, really just that passion and that drive for myself to want to find Black-owned businesses, but also really rally and champion for other people to find and support Black businesses. Because there's so many just dope businesses in our communities that like, whether it's Black-owned or not, you should be supporting, you know? So that was really just like my standpoint. And that's really what sparked, that's where my passion developed. But it wasn't until 2019, after I graduated Right before the pandemic hit, and I was trying to decide, like, what is my next step going to be? And I actually decided to go to UC Irvine and get my master's in innovation entrepreneurship. And that was something that really brought forefront to the forefront, I guess. Um, that really, I knew I wanted to kind of change, shift the gears a little bit. I knew I wanted my focus to be on Black-owned businesses and to really help them thrive and to bring those to the forefront. That's kind of like my motto, to bring Black brands to the forefront. But I wanted to do it very innovatively in a way that hasn't been done before and in a way that can really just bring consumers, customers, shoppers to forefront to just make Black businesses, supporting Black businesses, just like a norm, like just something that's just a part of what we do, whether you're white, Black, whoever, whatever. Like, I just wanted that to be a thing. So really just wanting to bring that innovation into the space to really encourage people to support Black businesses 
So in a nutshell, what Forefront is, um, that was originally your question, just we're an affiliate marketplace that allows people to discover, shop, and get paid to support and promote Black-owned businesses with the world. So what that looks like, if you're an affiliate or an influencer of any sort, whether you're a podcaster, social media, blogger, whatever the case is, you can come onto Forefront and discover all these dope Black-owned businesses and share them with your audience wherever they are and earn an affiliate commission whenever your audience makes a purchase. And so what really brought that part was really just learning about the influencer marketing industry. It's a $16 billion industry. But of course, like any other industry, a lot of people of color, particularly Black influencers, are not reaping you know, the benefits of that. They're not getting their piece of the pie. So when I learned about that, I'm like, hmm, there should be a way to incorporate influencers into what we're doing. You know, if you have all these influencers promoting products, you know, there should be a platform where influencers can promote Black-owned products or shoppers. You don't have to be a, you know, huge influencers with thousands of followers, but you just could be somebody who wants to share Black products with your audience and get paid for it. So that's what Forefront is in a nutshell. I absolutely love this. And I'm going to dive straight in and I just commend the work you're doing. And I already know we're going to build some great synergy even after this episode. You mentioned, I want to go back to Black wealth. So a big pillar of my platform is redefining what generational wealth means for everyone, but specifically for Black people. And a lot of the time, I was just on the Financial Feminist podcast with Tori Dunlap and was asked this question. You know, I said, the Black community specifically, you know, rich and wealthy mean two completely different things. There's like hood rich, but we never talk about wealth. Wealth is not just money. Wealth is our ability to overcome generational trauma. Wealth is our ability, yes, to leave not only money, but assets behind, right? Wealth is the ability to manage your own emotions and put yourself first, financial freedom, right? It, the gamut runs forward. So I'm trying to get folks to expand their understanding of what generational wealth means because we can't build wealth in terms of monetary value until we address some of these generational curses. And so it's so important. And I love that you started with that because that just tells me your intention with Forefront is even more dialed in. And as I looked at your website and as I read more about it, as I watched your TikToks, as I really got into it, I've never really seen anything like this, especially for Black people. And so not only with Unstucked, but I am also an owner of a company called One in One. We're a Black-owned technology company where we help people really build new habits. So we're like the noom for habit building. Uh, and I immediately thought about One in One, and I know we're going to have some great opportunity uh, to partner. And so as you look at this affiliate industry, you mentioned it's $16 billion, which I need to update my figures because I did not realize it swelled to be that big. What are some of the things like you're looking forward to this year, not only within Forefront, but just the affiliate marketing space in general? Is there anything you have your eye on? Is there anything you're building toward? I just want to hear a little bit more about the expansion of Forefront because I think it's super important, the work you're doing. Yeah. Well, when I'm looking back at like these ideas that I have like for Forefront, but even outside of Forefront, I'm realizing like I'm very kind of obsessed with just like the consumer and customer experience and that customer journey. So with Forefront, I really see it becoming like the destination place for people to shop, but to really bring their friends along their shopping journey. And I think that's something that you haven't really, well, I haven't really seen in the market, you know, per se. I see a lot of, you know, Instagram and even TikTok, they're bringing like the marketplaces, but I think there's still so much opportunity to really bring that community, bring your community along with your shopping journey and being able to show what you're shopping, what brand you're supporting, because, you know, we can promote on Instagram and things like that, but to really see what brands your friends are shopping. But I think just seeing that everyday consumer 
that everyday shopper. You don't have to be that influencer with hundreds of thousands of followers, but just, you know, everyday people just putting that power back into those hands because those are the people who are really making these businesses grow and these million, billion dollar companies. So what I see for Forefront, what I'm excited for is for these micro influencers, these everyday consumers to really be what's helping these brands to grow even more, but also just giving them that platform and opportunity to earn. Um, That's what I love about Forefront. What a lot of influencers that we've been working with are excited for is the fact that you don't have to have 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers, because a lot of the brands that we're working with, they're smaller brands. They can't even, you know, handle that type of traffic just yet or that type of traction just yet. So just being able to connect them with micro influencers that also have so much value and they have that trust with their audience where you can promote a product. You know, people come to me looking for black owned brands. That's kind of like my brand on a personal note. So people can like come to me. I'm not like a huge influencer. I just know I love to support black owned businesses and putting people on. I want to put the power back into people like me who just, you know, just regular, regular people just like to support dope brands. Just allowing them to really, you know, build a platform and an income stream from that. You know, I'll never forget, I was, uh, this Black History Month is rounding out here, and I was on Nordstrom.com, and they had, like, you know, uh, Shop Black History Month. And I, you know, I'm a huge Nordstrom fan. I love Nordstrom's. I'm, I find me there uh, once a month at least. And I decided to just peruse through, like, what are they, they going to do? They're this huge brand, right? They have an ability to put these smaller businesses, medium-sized businesses on a platform. And what did they have? They just had like black symbolism on clothing, on, right? Like a coffee mug, a pen, like just random things. And when I clicked into like, look at the brand, there were white owned brands. So it's just like this huge disconnect. And I see you bridging such a wonderful gap, right? Like Nordstrom could have leveraged Forefront to truly support Black History Month. And so, like I said, I'm really excited to not only like work with you, but also spread the word because I think that this is super important. And as an influencer with, you know, a reach of anywhere from 75 to 100,000, when I enter these brand deals, like I always feel super insecure because I'm like, I don't have that reach. I'm not, you know, this massive conglomerate yet. But the fact that you lead with that messaging is super inviting. And I absolutely love the way that you position and message this is like, anyone can come on and the biggest piece is to put our community on. Yeah. And I think that's what we do like on a daily basis. Like when people are tagging the brands that they're wearing, whatever the case is, like if I like it, I'm going to check it out and see what it is. And I think it's really just like normalizing, like supporting black owned businesses does not have to be like this whole, just like out of this world type of thing. It's not like you have to go out of your way, you know, like you can look just as fly with Black-owned businesses or just find, you know, quality products. And that's why I love, like, brands like Target. Like, Target does a great job of this. So does Sephora. They really position Black businesses. And they're not just doing it for that year or for that month. Like, they are really focused, you know, investing in these businesses, putting them on the shelves, and just giving us access. And I think that's where a lot of people are missing the mark is just thinking, we just want to see Blackness or Black culture. Like, we want to see real Black brands. And people like me, I'm going to do the research. So you're kind of putting yourself at a disservice, you know, just doing the bare minimum. Because there are people like myself who are just so serious and adamant about promoting Black businesses. that like, I always say this too, like, there are some people who are kind of like skeptical, which I understand about promoting themselves as a Black-owned business. But also understanding, like I said, there's so many people like me that even if I just know you're Black-owned, I'm just going to give you my money. I don't care. Like, I'm ready to give you my money and try it out. But, you know, I think that's just so important to really want to do your research. But also just let people know that 
supporting Black-owned businesses is just the same as supporting anywhere else. You can find just as many dope luxury brands, you know, that are Black-owned that you might find in Nordstrom or Saks Fifth or whatever the case is. And that's really the goal with Forefront is to bring those brands to the forefront. We know people love fashion, you know, and we kind of know who the trendsetters are and like, why aren't these brands, you know, in the spotlight? So that's really our goal. Yeah, something that's always kind of secretly whispered and I mean, and it's in our own community, but even outside of our community is I always felt like Black-owned businesses get this like, you know, double standard where people expect this like perfectly polished thing when they don't expect that of other brands from other races. Like Black business has this weird stigma of being less than and weird where'd that come from, uh, patriarchy. And so, you know, it's fascinating and it's something that, you know, as I started my business, it was a big reason I started when you talk about you know, entrepreneurship, or when you talk about self-development, that is a white dominated space. And I wanted to enter my hat into that. And that was my whole intention. I actually called Tiff, like the day I was starting was like, Hey, like, I know this, this seems like saturated, but for our people, like it's few, far and in between. And the people that they do have as, you know, figureheads are massive. They've made it. They are wealthy, right? They're not just like everyday people. And so um, I really love your message, and I think that's important when you mention like there's some skepticism when you kind of label yourself as a Black-owned business. My dad owns a Black-owned architecture firm. We have this conversation all the time, but it's not something that will ever allow stop us, and it's not something that I believe. I think that's categorically false. And so I want to kind of pivot to tell me about some of like the success stories. Like, What are some of the brands like when you think about Forefront, right? When you get out of bed in the morning, what were some of those like success stories or brands that really brought you joy that have leveraged Forefront? You know, it doesn't have to be some like sweeping huge home run, but I just, I want to hear some of those success stories because I think we get kind of stuck in that kind of negative narrative when there's so much more positivity in the Black-owned business space that doesn't really get the attention. One of my favorite brands that we've worked with when we launched our influencer program is Black Girl Vitamins. And I love them just as a brand in itself, even before they got on Forefront. Such a cool name. Yes. I love because that. Because I think, one, they're just bringing vitamins. That's something I think is so important for our community, just to know that there's a vitamin company that's, you know, made by a Black doctor, a Black woman, female doctor, that is here to make sure that we have the vitamins that we need, the nutrients that we need to really just continue to be you know, dope and powerful, right? And I just love the brand in itself and just the mission, everything that they're doing. I believe they have like a scholarship that helps women that are going to medical school and things like that. But outside of that, we were able to connect them with over like 20 or so influencers to really help them to propel their products. They have a really cool product. It's like a vitamin D vitamin, but also they have a vitamin D tester or something like that, just to help you test out the levels in your body. Because that's where a lot of people don't really realize, like we have a lot of deficiencies with vitamin D and that, you know, correlates to energy levels, just, you know, even bags under your eyes, which I didn't know. I'm like, hmm, let me get right with my vitamin D. <laughs> but um, we, yeah, we've connected them with so many great influencers. And with that partnership, a lot of these influencers were able to land their first couple of brand deals. So with that, they were giving them affiliate partnerships. So they had their own affiliate program through their company and their website already. And we connected them with some of our influencers within our influencer program. And they were able to do some really great sales with that. But like I said, I think another great part about it is that a lot of these influencers are not able to go onto a lot of these platforms because they don't have 10,000 followers. 
but they were able to bring some value to Black Girl Vitamins and they were able to give them an opportunity to make some money and monetize their content. So that's really like one of my favorite partnerships. And I want to really use that as like a case study, a model as we're working to launch our actual marketplace so we can have more of those affiliate partnerships, just have more direct access for these influencers to monetize easily. Just no hiccups, no follower minimums, no experience needed. Like just try out the product, you know, test it out, share it and get paid. And I think that's what I'm most proud about because I didn't really like I'm not I'm stepping into my influencer room, I guess. Like you said, you saw some of my content. Like, I'm stepping (laughs) into that, but, like, I'm not this huge influencer. You're natural, by the way. You're just so authentic and real, and I love that. That's the whole gag about it, but thank you about that. But what I was going to say was just with a lot of these platforms are not able to go on and, you know, easily monetize. So what we're doing is it's really important for us to really just be that catalyzer. Because like I said, I'm an influencer per se, but I haven't really been into the space to know what's not working on the aspires of the world or some of these other platforms. So I didn't know that it was so hard for particularly Black influencers to come on. But I'm just really happy that we're able to really pave our own lane, I guess, for these influencers to come on and, you know, support some of our brands. That's so cool. And I'm thinking like, I'm already like thinking about how to take this even to the next level. You know, agent investment is something that I'm like looking into for the next year or two. And I see like such a huge opportunity there because not only, right, do I want to bring eyes, but I want to bring that funding, you know, for one and one we're raising our Series A right now. And I think it was a figure of not only Black investments as of itself is down about 30%, Black investors are down as a whole as well. And it's just something that continues to be a struggle. And again, just access to capital is not equal. So you're fighting this fight on all fronts, whether you even realize it or not. Like that is so cool that like you're able to put these Black-owned businesses on this wonderful platform and continue to let them grow. Thank you. And when you brought up, you know, funding, that's something that I'm also very intentional about. So, of course, we all know, like, the numbers of, like, VC, like, less than 1% go to, you know, Black founders, right? And it's like a three, I don't even know what the number is. It's huge, though. Um, might even be in the trillions. But I know that that's, that's just a huge disparity that we have in our community being Black founders. And that's something that really sparked my interest in crowdfunding, because to your point, like the funding is low, but like there's, you know, a new law that passed that allows, you know, everyday people to invest in startups. Right. So I want Forefront to be a place where, you know, we can open up, you know, the pool for everyday people to invest in Forefront, the people who are going to utilize Forefront the most, the business owners, the influencers um, and really give them up, you know, opportunities to invest in Forefront. Because I have a huge vision for it. And I'm like, I want our people to really be, you know, the ones that can reap the benefit. I don't want it to just be me. I don't want it to just be, you know, some random investors who don't care about the vision and the mission that we're doing. I'm very intentional, like going back to the whole Black wealth piece. You know, imagine if, you know, we as a people had the opportunity to invest in Instagram or Facebook, you know, or Amazon back in the day. That opportunity was not there. But, you know, imagine what we can do if we can not only, you know, purchase the products, but we're investing in this, you know, conglomerate of businesses, you know, and we're able to reap the benefits of us supporting these businesses. So you're investing in Forefront, but, you know, as you go about your everyday shopping, whether we're looking for hair care, skin care, you're coming to Forefront and you're, you know, building up your ROI because, you know, Forefront is growing and you have stakes in Forefront. So that's really why I'm very excited about just, the crowdfunding space. And that's like the fundraising route I want to take as well as angel investors and things like that. But just really giving 
my people, you know, the people who I know will benefit the most from this, but also understand it. And like, that's who I really want to have a piece of forefront. And later down the line, when we launch an IPO and become a unicorn, like I want our people to become millionaires from that. So that's the goal. And I love that you said when. It's so important when. I love that. So entrepreneur to entrepreneur, when you look forward to this year, to the next couple of years, one, what are the things that you're most excited about? And two, what are some of the struggles you're having? And like, how can we support you? I'm very excited. I'm a huge visionary. So what really just keeps me going is just like pursuing that vision, like working towards it and just checking things off, just seeing it come to fruition. So with Forefront, like I'm just really excited to be launching our marketplace very soon. And we're like in the final stages. So we're testing it out with some brands and influencers and ready to just launch that thing and just, you know, learn from it. And I think that's the biggest thing that I'm learning to be excited about. Because like I said, I'm a visionary. So as a visionary, you just see the picture, the beautiful picture, and that's what you want. But you have to really learn to fall in love with the process and understand that it's all about what you're learning. Um, I was actually meeting with one of my mentors yesterday and he mentioned that like, he's like, what are you trying to learn from this launch? And I'm glad that he put that in my perspective versus just trying to launch and get X amount of businesses, X amount of influencers, X amount of sales. Like, okay, no, what are we trying to learn? What are you trying to learn? I'm really just trying to learn more about this affiliate marketing piece. Like, what are the the best products for affiliate marketing? What ways can really we really provide resources and tools to our influencers so that they can really thrive and monetize their content, which in turn helps the businesses on our platform to grow. So that's really what I'm excited about, like really implementing our influencer program and really like providing them with the most support for them to be successful. Because like, I think a lot of people don't understand who's not really in this space, how powerful influencer marketing is and how people are really making millions and living off of being an influencer. And like, it's crazy, but I understand like how hard it could be just like entrepreneurship. Like, dang, I'm trying to really see this through, make a living off of it. And it's just not working. So I think really just providing them the foundation that they need to really just go out and be successful entrepreneurs, influencers, what have you. That's really what is like keeping me going. I'm really excited about. Um, have a couple of projects that we're working on, possibly a podcast. I'm trying to figure out what that's going to look like. So me and Tiff have been trying to like iron that out, but I really want it to be something like really kind of gamified in a sense, like not to spill too much, but I really see it like being a place where like influencers are coming on, entrepreneurs are coming on and showcasing their products, kind of like a show and tell type of thing. But we're working on that. That's definitely somewhere in the future. Like a cooler shark tank. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. So still trying to like iron out that, but like I know that's something that has been in the works for a while, but just trying to figure out what's the best way, when's the right time. But also, as I mentioned, I know crowdfunding is definitely something to look forward to in my future. Um, so really planning on what that's going to look like, you know, getting the strategy in line. But in terms of what challenges am I facing right now, I'm realizing more and more, not realizing more and more, but just... Is a huge emphasis on like, Jordan, you need a strong, strong team to help you build this out. You're going to strike a chord with me already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we all struggle with that. I'm just going to say yes. that right off the bat. It's hard. And I don't know what makes it so hard. I think because naturally I'm just going to find a way to do it myself. And I'm like, okay, you don't have to do it by yourself. Like, And when I talk to people about this, even sometimes when I make a post about Forefront and kind of just sharing what we're doing, you know, sometimes I get DMs of people interested and excited to like be a part of what we're doing. 
So let's me know, like, Jordan, you will have no problem growing a team. I think it's just like, you know, realizing what exactly I need. So, of course, I know we're looking for like somebody who can help us, you know, grow and evolve our technology. But, you know, someone who has experience and influencer marketing, whether you're an influencer yourself, to really help us grow and expand our influencer community. But really just looking for other dope brands and just people who are just really a part of this mission um, that can help in any way, whether it's someone who wants to be a brand, somebody who wants to help, you know, push our brands and our products on forefront as an influencer. But right now, we're really just looking for anybody who's like really just, you know, in love with this mission, just like us and ready to just push Black brands to the forefront. Um, but that's really like the main thing, just spreading the word, just helping us identify some really dope businesses, some dope influencers, um, partnerships. I know we're definitely interested in tapping into some more podcasts and things like that to, you know, help to offer affiliate partnerships and things like that. So that's something I'm really excited about because I think podcasting is definitely a cool industry. And, you know, people are always looking to monetize that. And I think affiliate marketing is definitely right along with that. So we're really trying to figure that piece out as well. Well, it's a great time to jump in. Uh, podcasting as a whole has gone through, you know, last year was a very hot year and all of a sudden it like tanked like a stock this year and everyone's kind of jumping off. I think it figures like of all the podcasts out there, only about 20% of them are active. Um, and so it opens your eyes up to the huge opportunity in front of you considering the revenue that's coming in. And I just want to say, I'm in love with your mission. I'm on your team. And I cannot wait to see you thrive. Jordan, thank you so much for spending the afternoon with me. Um, everyone, Jordan's links will be below. Definitely go check out Forefront and follow them on their socials. Thank you, Jordan. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Unstucked podcast. Visit us at unstucked.com and follow us on TikTok. <laughs>